I have a timer. Go. You good? Yeah. I don't know. Just go. When you were listening to <laughs> watching us, us words, we are in quarantine, but we are live or potentially not live. Not live. Either way, we are alive. Uh, the hell with you, COVID-19. No matter how hard you try, we are alive and kicking. Eagle's got his camera off, which is better for everyone. How's it going, Terry? How's it going, Duke? I'm good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know how these things work. <laughs> It's not going good. Clearly, it's not going good. It's not going well. Um, no, no, no. This is going to be a little difficult for us. We have a lot of like visual cues and stuff when we do this in studio. Uh, now doing this from the discomfort of our own homes. It's discomfort, of course, because I don't have Eagle to set up uh, my equipment at home. Uh, we're also being forced in our homes by uh, the spread of, um, of the corona coronavirus. Um, guys, I don't know about you, the moment I started taking this seriously was, um, I was walking to, uh, where Terry was actually, Terry and I were together that evening, it was a flight, we had flight football, um, I'm walking into the field, I get a, a 90 tweets, one of which from, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski saying, uh, the NBA season, uh, has been postponed, has been suspended, um, at that point, I told my I called my wife and said, "Hey, I think this is serious because if billionaires are willing to sacrifice millions of dollars, that's the thing that tells me we should be paying attention to what's going on." That was my feeling, uh, gentlemen. What were your sentiments? It's something like 160 million dollars a day or something for the NBA owners that they're losing. So the yeah. fact that the, the fact that they're all like, okay, no, it's like it's it's not even an option at this point, and it's pretty serious. Don't there's too many conspiracy theories that I want to jump into, but I'm not gonna. Well, are you I, one of these that thinks there's no virus? No, no, there's a virus. Clearly there's or a virus. Or are you one of these that thinks that Bill Gates created the virus? Not Bill Gates. Bill Gates talked about something like this in 2015. Not about the virus, but something like a virus can kill, is going to... I gonna, watched it because of the yeah. Ebola. Yeah, exactly. He's not like... Oh, no, he's not... I'm not saying that he created it. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. No, about how China created this virus so they can tank our stock markets. Yeah. But their but their stock market is also tanked. So this oh, week, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's actually oh. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Well now, but now, but the two, now the two we're at the heart of it. Rely on each other. No, yeah, but see, this is this is game theory being applied in real life. Because if they tank their markets while tanking ours, they're gambling that they're going to be able to recover faster than us. Exactly, which they did. To what benefit? China already makes lots of money by like having us buy from them for everything. No, it's, it's, it has to do with Trump. Trump is the reason why COVID create is existed in 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 uh, Western civilization. I thought it was because motherfuckers were eating bats. Could be that. Could be that. Maybe it could be. I mean, that's where it started. But then they're like, oh, but then they're like, oh, we have this. Why don't we just kill all Americans? I think there's a lot of economists who can understand this and do a much better job of uh, explaining the economies. Uh, <laughs> not what I do. These four idiots. Um, let's talk about how this uh, affects sports. Gentlemen, we are now uh, ending day four of quarantine. Um, day four of quarantine is interesting uh, in that there's nothing for us to gamble on. Uh, with so the, 
our current reality, how are you guys holding up? So fucking bored. What do you, what do you mean? I've been watching just Netflix. Oh, and I no, started watching... Uh, I, I caught up on... I'm trying to catch up on Chernobyl. And it mm-hmm. kind of reminds me... Like, it's giving me the whole COVID-19 vibe, so... I don't know. It's a little... Did you, have, have you seen the... Uh, nuclear disaster is reminding you of a viral outbreak. No, the panic. Oh. Have you, have you, seen, have you seen the pizza guy yet in the show? The pizza guy. So there's a character in the show that's so heavily affected by nuclear radiation that his face looks like a pepperoni pizza. Oh, I saw that guy, yeah. yeah. Incredible. It made me automatically order pizza. I thought you meant the pizza bomber, which I'm watching a documentary about on Netflix about the pizza bomber. Um, I definitely want to see that too. Yeah, you got to see it. It's called Eat Stuff. I missed that. It's... Peace talk. There you go. Um, amidst all this, the, the NFL is working hard to give us news. Um, it's They're kind of breaking quarantine, and they're allowing uh, for physicals, although I would imagine that the physicals would, in the very least, indicate whether players do or do not have coronavirus. I think there's at least a positive in there. But the uh, first bit of news that, of course, shook all uh, NFL fans was Tom Brady going to the once creamsicle now pewter and disgusting orange uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I thought you were going to say is that confirmed? Two, is that actually the biggest news? Well, it's the biggest news in that is the first thing I wrote down on this piece of paper. (laughs) I thought I thought you were going to say biggest news is Joe Flacco failed his physical. There's also Todd Gurley. Hopkins being traded. Hopkins being traded is probably bigger. Oh yeah, that's right. That's only because the trade sucks. That that's only because the trade sucks. I have the list. So just yeah, listen. Yeah. Okay. Right. If only there was this technology that we can have to share ideas. <laughs> yeah. If only P knew how to use technology. Listen, man. I don't have a producer here. Uh, our producer's lazy. He didn't come over. He didn't uh, pray. I'm for quarantined. Me. Just to to uh, help me with my technology, technologically uh, technological woes. Eagle, uh, you're the blame. But uh, yeah. I'm sorry to say, but it's entirely very true. Very true. I blame Eagle. So who are we talking about now? Tom Brady. Brady Bucks. Brady. Talking about Brady? Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. It's great. Great offense. I wish he was with the Raiders, but instead we got a little baby Mariota. Can't wait for that. Do you think they're going to go after Antonio Brown now? Actually, I think they're going to go after Jameis Winston and have the trifecta of garbage. <laughs> Carr. I'm talking about the Buccaneers. But I don't care. Carr. <laughs> Uh, have Mariota and then have Winston. Wouldn't that be the most interesting off-season quarterback battle? Listen, I love I love watching Jameis Winston throw the ball because yes. he doesn't care who catches it, which yeah. is me, but someone's gonna catch the ball. Eagle, Eagle, what's that? What's that thing you told us? You basically stole it off of the meme about oh, Jameis Winston. First touchdown was an interception. No, that's not what he said. He no, said basically that Eagle said at some point, but he's he's in quarantine somewhere. He's saying that. Um, Jameis Winston got his eyes fixed just to watch uh, Tom Brady steal his job. No, but his first touchdown was a pick six for the Bucks in his career, and his last touchdown for the Bucks, uh, no, his last throw for the Bucks was a pick. So, serendipity. But it might not be his last because you have to consider. I mean, obviously Brady's going to have that job, right? But no, he's going to leave. He's not going to stay there. His agents will never let him stay there. No way. But he's in the contract. First in, touch- first in touchdowns and first in. Uh, sorry, first in uh, second in touchdowns and first in yards last year. So where do you guys see where do you guys see Winston going though in that case? Well, what I'm curious about more so is, firstly, I don't know how, um, I don't know how it is 
that uh, the the pieces that are there in Mike Evans and and Goodwin really work with Tom Brady and that they're not really refined route runners and Tom Brady's not a guy who'll chuck it up down the sideline. He also uh, doesn't have a big arm anymore. No, not at all. And, and, and the other side of this is uh, it's got kind of like the Golden State slash LeBron effect of uh, apparently players have told their agents to contact Tampa Bay because they now want to join uh, the Bucks. That was reported Todd by... Gurley, I guess. Sorry? Maybe Todd Gurley now? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But they have they have a lot of running backs in that position. Like I don't I don't see why the why the Tampa Bay Bucks would want to sign uh, Todd Gurley. Like they they have Ronald Jones and they have a good Wally and they have a couple of other guys that are that, so that they have a lot of running job. backs. They it just is, I, but I I kind of well I understand yeah. that, but at the same time, like you don't necessarily need an expensive running back in, in today's NFL. It's not necessarily expensive because he's not going to get a lot he's of money. Anyway. He's already 30 years old. Yeah, but he's, his contract is released, so he's a free agent. So he's, he's getting, 30 years old. He's not going to get a lot of money. He's getting $10.5 million from the Rams to pay right. for something else this season. So part of the salary is already paid for. Yeah. Someone's going to pick him up for five or six. Colts. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to say now Colts. I'm going to go to Colts. Well, where is he from? He's from Georgia. He's from, no, he's from, uh, he's from Indianapolis. He's going to Colts. He played for Georgia? Yeah. So he must be from Georgia. I mean, not necessarily. It could be. I mean, from, but uh, more chances are more chances are likely that he's from Georgia. Let's say he is from Georgia. He's not. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Come on. There's only way producers to look this up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say he is from Georgia. Wouldn't it be nice for him to go to Atlanta? Didn't they just release Devontae Freeman? They did. They did. Also, Clay Bags got. Todd uh, Gurley, Atlanta. I don't know. And did you guys? Did you guys see what Todd Gurley, what Todd Gurley uh, just tweeted too? He's like, damn, I got fired on my day off. Hashtag going to the What a fall from grace the Rams are, eh? Holy fuck. Well, A, we, we knew there was a, a cap issue that they created for themselves. When you pay Second, Aaron Donald that much money, obviously. It's kind of... they, they could, I, I, I have a He's from Baltimore. Baltimore, Maryland. He's going to Ravens. I had a feeling they, they, couldn't, um, they couldn't really move Gurley because, A, the value of running backs, of course, is not what it used to be. But also... The, if the issue with his arthritis is something that would come up, uh, it's something that would al- wouldn't allow him to pass his physical. Right. He has arthritis. And, yeah, because apparently he came out two years ago saying that he had arthritis in his knee. Oh, and it's true. Yeah, it's true. Because of that, I don't think he'd be. Al- I don't think the trade would be allowed. Uh, and he, they, they were going to get minimal offers for any teams willing to waive the physical anyway, knowing that the Rams were kind of. A, in this cap situation, and B, in a situation where Gurley wasn't going to pass physical. Uh, that said, the last eight Super Bowl winners have had running backs who have earned less than $2 million a year. So maybe there is something to be said to, to Duke's point that uh, it doesn't appear as though having uh, invested that much value into running back is even valuable in the NFL at that point. Which I'll do the transition here, which means that you you must be dumb as dirt if you're going to give up DeAndre Hopkins for a running back. I, I uh, so I'm of two minds. The the first thing I reacted like most people when I first saw the trade, like the fuck. Um, the other side of it is uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, there were a couple people last season talking about um, his separation and his separation decreasing from. Uh, cornerbacks on average on average routes from previous years, and that his body is not what it once was. 
that said, his, like, the guy's catch radius is stupid. The guy uh, almost has no drops in a single season. I think David Johnson's actually a nice piece for uh, for Watson to have, in that he's a guy who can catch the ball, he can block, he can run out of the backfield. I don't really know what happened in Arizona last season. Well, he was injured. He was also injured. He was under he was underproducing compared to Carlos Hyde and other guys, though. So, but so, is there a chance that Houston maybe saw uh, the signs that uh, hey, we have a we have a running we have a wide receiver who's wearing down. Let's take a chance on this running back and get a second round pick. In yeah, let's uh, Hopkins. I I love that because it, it makes sense for a guy like O'Brien who has no foresight whatsoever. It's like <laughs> let's 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 trade for a. a, a a running back that's wearing down for a wide receiver. Like, let's trade away a generational wide receiver for a guy that might not even last. A but, the, but the thing yeah. is, but the point is, like, what if we don't know this on the inside? What if Hopkins is wearing down as well? Because <laughs> there is, there, there, I remember reading last season, uh, guys who do the, the stats on this kind of stuff saying that DeAndre Hopkins' separation was drastically decreasing as, as compared to previous seasons. So maybe the worry that, is that, that might be so. That might be so, but what he got in return was ridiculous, and and it looked I, even I, worse. I don't think for sure. I agree and, with you. I think and it looked it looked even worse for, for anyone weird. for anyone that that thought it was a good trade. Like literally, a couple of hours later, Stephon Diggs gets traded and a massive for, for a massive haul. You know, and it, it makes me it makes me feel like it makes me it makes me try to understand like. Who's really making those decisions? Obviously, O'Brien's the GM in that in, in that situation, but there's really no one else outside of O'Brien that's really there to check him, which really worries me for that franchise. You know? Yeah. The the thing is, is that if you're gonna give up, um, if you're gonna uh, give up Hopkins for a running back, Hopkins. But they also gave back. But they also gave back a draft pick, which is insane. Like they essentially swapped draft picks. not the only team looking for receivers. No, definitely not. I'm There's sure the, the Patriots, the Patriots would have gladly given him more. The Patriots would give him more. Uh, the Raiders would probably would have probably pitched in. I'm sure the Dolphins have a, have a need. The Colts, who recently have have a full of injuries, the Patriots are notorious for really. But you can't you can't tell me you, could, you can't tell me there was no better trade on the table than what he got there. Like it didn't make any sense. I agree. Was, that's that's went through, yeah, and David Johnson is a nice running back, but too many injury issues right there to worry about. I think, it's, I think it's a panic move. I think they were just trying to move him while they still get, well, they can get some value. And Bill O'Brien, again, to your point, Duke, maybe lacking foresight, but maybe just panicking, in panic switch, saying, hey, you know what? What if this is the down year? What if I, yeah. year, I can't get anything for him? Exactly. Yeah. We saw, like, Terry, you and I talked about this a lot with Des Bryant, where yeah. the cliff hit in like a second. Yeah. He was exactly. a dominant receiver, and then the next year was basically a borderline guy who couldn't even make a roster. No. Yeah. Uh, Sh- Shannon Sharp came out a couple of days ago saying that one of the main reasons why that happened is because there was a rift in the locker room um, because during the private meeting in the previous season or maybe in the offseason, I'm not sure, uh, Bill O'Brien had in the meeting basically referred to him as Aaron Hernandez, um, not saying that he was Hernandez, but Michael Irvin came out and said that and said like that um, he was saying, you know, we don't want your baby and mom around. You know, look at what happened to Hernandez. We don't want your baby. We don't want your baby mama around. And it's like they're two completely different guys. You know, you're basically putting them on the same pedestal as as a murderer. You know, like, more than accused mass murderer. Yeah, it's insane. Convicted mass murderer. Yeah. yeah. No, convicted murderer, accused serial killer because he yeah. kills two guys in Boston, and the other guy is just a guy who got two women pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? 
because he has a dick. Yeah, but like two years ago, Hop, if you want to talk about decline, Hopkins' decline isn't like what Des Bryant's was. Hopkins two years no. ago didn't drop. I mean, didn't, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, last no, year I, I, he was having a great season. If 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 the coaching staff is worried that yeah. decline is coming, they like a wide receiver who's who's fallen off the cliff. You can't get anything. Okay, you know fine, I mean? but you also how 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 quick is a decline for a running back? He also look at Todd Gurley, look at David Johnson. <laughs> it's a risk. It's a risk, but if we might end up looking at this. The, like, the thing is, I actually don't think much of Bill O'Brien, but the worst part is I can actually see a world where this ends up being just they get a second-round pick and give up a fifth-round pick, and both players were basically uh, uh, not, not effective. Yeah. Uh, but, and then Bill O'Brien looks like a genius, which he's not. Uh, oh, no, saying, it, was, it was a fourth, not a fifth, and you could have gotten a first. You yes, absolutely. Hopkins, a thousand I mean, percent. But we don't You're talking about a guy that had a thousand, he had a thousand plus uh, yards, he had 104 catches, seven touchdowns, like, like and, and obviously that doesn't take into account the later half of the season, but that's still a really productive receiver, and in a time where a guy like Amari Cooper is signing this gigantic contract, you know, it, it's it's just, and, and also Hopkins is still fairly young, I know we're saying like he's 30 years old or whatnot, but I want it. But he's he's I, to, me, to, me, to me that that trade that trade to me is, is horrendous and this is like considering the fact that we've seen some really bad uh, some really bad trades in the past like this has to be one of the worst ones I've seen in a long time. It's it's a bad one for now, but oh, obviously we have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, and, and like I said, the, the worst part about this is. Uh, the best case scenario for Bill Ryan is that he looks like a genius when he's clearly not. Well, well, please consider this. Please consider this for a second. Like you know, you know, you you're always the one that will talk about how like you know it's all about value. Forget about you know the future one. You really have to get what you what you get in terms of that trade at the moment. You know. Well, but that's but that's my point is uh, I think that the trade was constructed from the Texans who are fearful that a. Um, what if he sits out because of that rift in the locker room? Or B, uh, what if there's something they have in information with regards to their medical staff and medical crew saying, hey, look, this guy is not going to last much longer, and they're making a move for the future. We don't know that. We don't have that information. We're only going by what we see in terms of overall production. We also don't, you know, uh, the, the four of us are not looking at the All-11 film. We're just, we can only look at what other pundits say as well as, the final results say, yeah, thousand cat, you know, thousand yards, X amount of catches, and seven touchdowns. But we don't actually know what's happening uh, on the medical side of this. Yeah, behind the scenes uh, and everything. Sean Payton joins the, the more the most recent cases of COVID nineteen. Um, that it's it's surprising to me that I mean, we again we know we've been in, in, in quarantine for four days, but the United States. Basically waited for Rudy Gobert to touch a bunch of microphones before reacting. Um, it, it it seemed bizarre. It seemed like we needed Tom Hanks and Rudy Gobert to to be infected before people started into quarantine. And only now does it seem to be uh, taking seriously. Yeah, the idiot hero. They call him the idiot hero, um, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> well, yeah. one of those things is true, and yeah. he's not heroic. So, so let's stick with it. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, poor teammate of his. This guy's probably sloppily touching everyone in the locker room. How, fu- how fucked up is it, too, that in the last game that they had played, the dude that was defending Rudy Gobert also got infected with COVID? Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're touching him for an hour, there's almost yeah. no way you're not going to get infected. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure everybody else touched him, too. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, but that's so. What's interesting is the NBA looks like they're you know ahead of the curve and they're willing to suspend games while the other leagues are sitting on their asses. But in reality, they also were put in a position where hey, Rudy Gobert is positive. Now the four, the players who who were in contact with him, everyone who was in contact with him, which is a lot of people when you're a pro athlete, uh, need to be quarantined for 14 days. How do you handle that short of, of suspending games, which is what they did? So they kind of they look proactive while, uh, you know, being entirely reactive at the same time. Fuck, I just saw Marcus Smart also has coronavirus. He just he just tested positive for Marcus Smart from the uh, Celtics. But the thing is, is that it, we're gonna hear about cases all for the for another for months. The yeah. leagues the leagues will resume eventually. Regardless of what's going to happen, the games will probably be canceled, not postponed, because you won't have enough time. They're not going to push NHL games or basketball games into the summer. They won't do it. Do you think we're, ha- we're going to have a champion in? Uh, yeah, I do. Absolutely. I don't think so. I think. I do. No, I don't think so. I do. I'm not going to see any sporting events till the summer, Terry. And I don't yeah. think it's worthwhile for them to run a playoff like. Seemingly out of nowhere, once you haven't been on the on the yeah, that's the that's the only thing that I was thinking too is that they're they're not going to just start the playoffs, you know what I mean? That's what I'm like so like what are they going to do? Like continue the regular season in July? Like it, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense for me. I mean, nobody that going to be traveling. The reason, why, yeah. the reason why no sports happen in the summer is because nobody travels. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm pretty sure that uh, what they'll do is what they'll probably do is just crown LeBron James champion just because they love LeBron James. And they'll say, you know what, we got the best record. There you go. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen in pro sports in 1918 the NHL uh, cancel the season due to the spread of influenza. So, I mean, there is precedent uh, for this. In the but was, was there a LeBron James, though? Sorry? Was there a LeBron James there was telling the strings? There was a but there was some guy probably named Shuri. No, that was very good. What did you say, Terry? I said there was a guy named Shoeless Joel Weinberg or something that was good yeah. probably back then, that sold 13 seats a game. Well, but but the, and they're like, we can't risk this guy. In in reading this, I didn't know that Vesna actually died from the influenza in 1918. Get out! I don't know. I don't know that either. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, died from the influenza. That's that's nuts. Um, and like here's the thing too is is so there's a chance that like a, an athlete has. Uh, a heart issue, or, or like imagine like in, in a situation like like Chris Bosh, who had these underlying blood clots. Oh, we yeah. don't know how it'll if you know these. Jay Cutler has diabetes. Yeah, we don't know how this will be affected with with with, with this uh, virus. Uh, one thing we do know for certain is uh, Darius Slade moving on to Philadelphia Eagles. I guess they got roasted wow. by every receiver in the NFL last season. I think that's a, that's a huge move for Philadelphia. I think it's a Darius, big move by the Eagles. Darius Lee is an incredible, incredible, incredible athlete. He's, he's unreal. So, but I've seen this before. I've seen this with, before with franchises, and like my team, the Raiders, have done this on a constant basis. And the best possible cornerback in the league, and it just doesn't work out. And unfortunately, it works in NFL. It's like it's just it's not about one cornerback. It, teams tend to avoid that guy. You know, and then what happens is they just they, they they a lot of offenses they'll try to shift things in motion and move away from that one uh, that one cornerback. I honestly think that um, you know it's going to take a lot more than him. And I and I just I've seen too many examples 
trading a Daryl Revis or signing a top cornerback and spending all your money on that, and then the rest of your defense is suffering because at the end of the day, it's as much as it's about the cornerbacks, it's all about the pressure you put on quarterback. Revis when he joined the Patriots and they got a Super Bowl. No, he didn't win. He did win. We did this already. No, 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 no. yes, I, I understand that, but. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure it was the year that they lost. Yeah. The second year time they lost but, to the Giants. But also, but it also, Revis, well, that wasn't his only stop. Like he made a lot of money with the Jets. Didn't do anything with them. Um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of teams like even with the Eagles when they signed Osmoa when he came out or when he was a free agent from the from the Raiders. Like they gave him yeah. so much money and they didn't do they didn't do much. A lot of money on that one top tier cornerback, the guy at the top of the market. They give him, they give him a hundred million dollars. Go peace. I find he's wrong because I have. Yeah. Super Bowl champion XLIX against two. Cool. I don't know XLIX. Oh yeah. But generally, generally speaking, when you spend that kind of money on a cornerback, like the rest of your defense suffers because of the salary cap that's in place. You know, I mean, it's just I don't. I, I think it's quite good, but unfortunately, the Eagles have a lot more problems than just. You know their cornerback position, but in the end, um, in the end, there, there aren't that many free agent signings of a team because exactly, exactly, the last, yeah. The last like the name Roethlisberger, Brady, or or Manning. So I mean, yeah. Um, in the end, unless you have that position absolutely yeah. failed. You have one of the and four guys who give you a chance to win a Super Bowl. Other than are you guys sold? On, are you guys sold on Wentz? Are you guys sold on Wentz? Uh, yeah. Do you I think am. he could be a championship? On who? I think so. Uh, do you think he would be a championship quarterback, Carson Wentz? Um, I think if healthy, if healthy, I, if healthy. I, was, I kind of was on the fence until last season when you throw five thousand yards to like me and Terry in a cooler. Like that's <laughs> and impressive. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, like there, there was nobody left on that team. Uh, you he threw five thousand yards, and he didn't have a single receiver over five hundred yards. So, like, it almost didn't matter who else was on the team. The the the, the team performed absolutely admirably. I thought I think the coaching uh, the coaching staffs particularly strong Philadelphia. I think a lot of key positions in terms of protecting the passer and rushing the passer uh, are settled. And if Carson Wentz doesn't get injured uh, at the beginning of that playoff game, they might even win a playoff game. That's so. A good point. Sure. I think that the sample size is small, but when we've seen him healthy, we've seen him play at at a, at a quarterback of the year pace. I just noticed something. We have three very different kinds of beards. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so it's bad. It's bad. bad. Like and my and my barber shop is closed yeah. now. Please, are, are you guys barber shops open? No, my this, is, this is all me. This is all me. This is I gotta get rid of. I'm this. Michelle But I, I I was going every two weeks to get mine done before this, so. By next week, my beard will probably be an absolute disaster. <laughs> yeah, let's just start growing out. Let's just grow it out, and then we'll just we can collage with all the beard, the beard growth. Because we don't know. We might be doing. We might be doing this for weeks. We have no idea. I'm gonna be Sideshow Bob in a couple of weeks with my hair, so that, nice. that's gonna be problematic. So all that talk about free agency. Uh, the yeah. reason why I brought it up was my Miami Dolphins spending money like this is the apocalypse. Uh, they, uh, as well as having. Uh, I want to say four top two, uh, top two, four picks in the top two rounds this year. They also signed Byron Jones, Kyle Van Noy, Jordan Howard. Byron Jones is so good, by the way. Now talking about cornerbacks that that are overvalued, he is exceptional. 
But if know. anything, that's the guy that the Eagles should have gone for. I don't know what. Insane. Two guys on the offensive line. They signed Kyle Vanoy, who I think is a very good linebacker. Yes. Uh, Gordon Howard is an effective running back without breaking the bank for one of the top tier guys, like let's say like Melvin Gordon or as to go after. And Byron Jones is amongst the this position. So, uh, like the Dolphins went out. They're trying to be good quickly. Like yeah. they don't want this this five year rebuild once they draft a quarterback. They want to surround the quarterback with the talent you want. And as a fan, I'm happy to see that. Will this work? God no. It's the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> All because you spent too much time doing coke off shippers' asses. But uh, I just I, I'm, I'm just trying to think of a team that spent a lot of money on free agents and it turned out to be it, it work out in their favor. Like well, I, Rams, I just the Rams got to Super Bowl that way. They got two they Super Bowl. Yeah, they got two. You know what? How many how many Super Bowls the Raiders, Dolphins, and Cowboys have been to in the last fifteen years? That's, that, that no one cares about how many Super Bowls you've been to though. No one cares about it. Like it's great in it's great in, in soccer. It's great in hockey. It's great in league. Unfortunately, in, in 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 football, no one cares about almost. They only care about championships. Well, I, I, I you're wrong. You're completely wrong because I am tired of watching the Joey Harringtons of the world. Same, I same. I would love for my team to make the playoffs. I would love it. Right, Patrick being the leading running back on the team. So you know what, Jordan Howard? Yes, welcome. I will be for your next your next lap dance. Thank you for joining me. If they don't, if the Dolphins don't pull a Dolphin, they will. In two years, they will be a Super Bowl contender. Well, this all depends on how the quarterback works out, right? They're going to draft a quarterback. That's clear. Now, this needs to work because otherwise, as we've discussed. If you don't have that position nailed, like if it, unless it's again one of these top tier guys, it never works to just sign all the other pieces. Honestly, I'm gonna throw a curveball here, and I'm gonna say if they get, they, what, what pick do they have? Third? Uh, the fifth. fifth? Yeah, they might have the fifth. Producer, fifth, Justin Herbert will fall to them, and I think they should go Justin Herbert. Honestly, I don't, I don't think you can go wrong with Burrow to uh, or Herbert. I think to yeah. me. Look good. I but think people are forgetting about Herbert. How good he is. That's what I'm saying. Well, he, he's very good. And, and, and the other side of it is, I think that there's there's a next tier of quarterbacks. Four teams not drafting in top ten. Like if you look at uh, Love, Hurts, and Fromm, these are guys. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor. Well, Trevor Lawrence is not this draft. That's next draft. Oh, oh, it's true. He's staying one year. It's true. Yeah. But so if you look at those guys, and even Easton, like those are guys who, in the right circumstance. Maybe like a Matt Ryan, where if all the other pieces around them work really well, these are guys who can be really effective in the league. Yeah. Or someone like Matt Stafford, who, you know what, again, he hasn't won a championship. But again, only four or five guys have won a championship in, in more than a decade. So uh, it, it's more than that. Just being competitive, being able to watch competitive football on a week-in, week-out basis, that's what I'm looking forward to. So the, there's, there's, there's literally half a dozen guys that can get you that, I think. Um, and I think the Dolphins have a good chance, given the fact that they'll, at the very worst, get Justin Herbert, who was going to be a, a first overall pick last year if he came out of the, the draft. Yeah, that's true, very true. And at the end of the day, back, back to Byron Jones, as a Cowboys fan, it's a huge loss. Two years ago, the guy had no penalties against him. You know what it is to be a corner and you're playing in the Never get a penalty. And never, never get, get a penalty. penalty. It's you insane. It's, it's insane. To play for he's the Hayden Dallas Cowboys he, and never get a penalty. I've, I've, I've actually watched him play a bit. His technique is incredible. Like it's almost like he's able to to, to get in the way all the time without actually physically getting on a receiver, which I've, I've never seen. I've never there seen. is a video of him on his Instagram. It's from a, it's from like three or four years ago, where he he dislocates his knee on the field and he pops it back into place. It's really amazing, and he continues running. He continues I'm not running. watching that. I'm not watching yeah, I'm watching that. Show that on like Sunday while I'm watching. I will change the channel. I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send it to you guys. You guys gotta see it. Yeah, send it right now. Send it right now. I'm looking right now. Um. 
Duke, do you have the final segment? Yeah, I do. Okay, so I'm going to ask you guys three questions about the apocalypse, okay? Okay. And you guys give me your opinion. So question one, okay, so all three questions are all about the all about the pandemic. It's just survival, just your survival instincts. Right, okay, so I'm number one, okay? How many times you change your underwear, or how many times have you changed your underwear so far? Like twice a day, because even more than normal, because A, I'm sitting around in in my like pajama all day. I'm, I'm pretty disgusting as it yeah. is. I literally only got dressed to do this podcast. Um, aside from that, I'm home and I could do laundry. So you know what? Like, like I have one dirty underwear. That's a little laundry. That's right. Yeah. Gives me something to do because there's no, no sports. There, there, there's really nothing at all to do with all of my time other than do laundry and some stupid other shit. Terry, um, I think I want to say for the last four days I haven't worn underwear. No. Nice. Not expecting no, that. Actually, right now I'm underwear because I, I did leave the house to, to get uh, some pastries. That seems like a reason to break quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is It is the Facebook of Sunday's Day, so we should be having some. It is. It is. That's what I got. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Okay, question number two. Um, what is your weapon of choice in the case that someone breaks into your house? Terry, you go first. Terry, you go first. Terry, you go first. Terry, you go first. Okay, go. Yeah, uh, I mean... I'm a lethal weapon for that, guys. <laughs> um, I've seen the movie Lethal Weapon. You ain't shit compared to me. <laughs> First of all, Second of all, I brought up my rusty machete. I've kept it in my garage for all this time. One side is a saw blade. The other side is a machete. And it is rusted to fuck. I don't know what I did with it. I don't know why I kept it. But you know what? It worked out because it's the apocalypse and I am motherfucking ready. And I it. will need a tetanus shot at the end of it for sure. Oh, and probably me too. Yeah, exactly. All right, we have a final question and a bonus question. Final question, how much toilet paper should you buy for the next three weeks? Terry, final piece, go first. I don't understand why people are filling up shopping carts. Like, how much did you plan on shitting because of coronavirus? Does, does coronavirus uh, have the side effect of giving you uncontrollable diarrhea that I'm not aware of? I got myself one regular Costco pack. I think I'm okay. Um, Terry, is that all you got, too? Terry, is that all, is that all you got? This is all you need. No, you're gonna run out. You're gonna run out. There's none left to the grocery stores at all. Like, so there's no risk to do that. Calculator where it says how many times do you actually use the the washroom? How many uh, pieces of TP do you use every time you wipe? Is it two ply, three ply? How many yeah. pieces in a roll, etc.? And it'll calculate how much you'll need. Yeah. Spoilers: All of us have way too much toilet paper at home. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I've I've been living in this place since March 4th. Okay. I just opened my third roll of toilet paper. It's because you eat too many bananas. You don't shit enough. All right, last one. You say, you say March 4th? Yeah. It's been two weeks. Have you used three rolls? No, I, I just opened my third. I told you, you eat too many bananas. You eat too many bananas. So and last, this, this, this is bonus question. This is bonus question. In the case that the apocalypse breaks up, who are you going to rob first? Eagle, I want you to start. Who am I going to rob? No, man. I got to protect myself from being robbed. So I'm just staying home with a shotgun in the corner. Assuming you have nothing left. You have no, you have nothing. I'm going to rob Eagle because I know he's home. I know he's got just one shotgun. Uh, so all I got to do is be smart about this, have the right approach, good game plan, wait for him to run out of toilet paper because it's about to happen, and I'm coming for you. By the way, investment of the year, be day. I got one. You guys can all worry about your toilet paper. It's your true. You do it, Terry, who are you robbing first? Who am I robbing first? That's a really good question. I am going to go after, I feel like 
Jeff Molson is hoarding a lot of food. Owner of the Nice. Yeah. Hoarding a lot of food, hoarding a lot of beer. He charges way too much at the Habs games. He hasn't paid his employees. He's one of the only NHL owners that hasn't paid his employees during this off time. No, he's they a piece have. of shit. No, no, he's not paying. Oh. No, they're they're not paying the um, the Habs players had to come out and play. It wasn't Jeff Molson. The Habs players took money out of their own pockets and are paying the employees. Good. Yeah, a shitty season. Cheap. Good thing. He needs to be robbed. Go fuck himself. Also, Terry, technically, is it robbery when you consider that you bought those hot dogs? And beers with your season tickets that you exactly. can't do. Exactly. Are they refunding? Are they refunding? Uh, no, no answer yet. No answer. All right. Answer. Sure. No communication. Uh, that's it for today. This is the uh, quarantine version of Hot Sauce Sports. Hopefully, we'll be back in studio soon. If not, we'll have a ton of tremendous technical difficulties. All of them named Bees. I am Bees. You're Terry. You're Duke. You've been listening to Hot Sauce I don't know if it's working or not. Thank you, Eagle. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. I did it anyways. Nice. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs>